previously on the twist cast last time we talked about the disney plus show ms marvel which yeah. was good it was good good we had some opinions here and there we had some guests on that show so if you missed that go back and check that out yeah it's right right back there in the archives for you uh thank you noah and chris for hopping on you guys did an awesome job and it was very fun to have you um and it's a lot of people listen to that episode so far. So that yeah, cool. better than just the two of us screaming to the void like we are tonight. Yeah, yeah. It's or cool. today or whenever. Yeah, yeah. On this episode. On this episode, we gotta start yeah. saying that. Yeah, it's okay because we're we're so we're, we live in the moment, Jeff. We live in the moment, <laughs> and other people aren't aren't with us. <laughs> but you know, maybe they do listen tonight. I don't know. I've never well, maybe seen they that. Do. I've never seen that stat on our. Like, I don't think they, they I don't think they record that but no. that would be interesting to see when our listeners would usually listen but okay we're rambling now uh yeah, welcome we to the twist cast <laughs> I'm Mike and I'm Jesse <laughs> and tonight we have a super stuff one would dare say thick episode that's uh, wrong, wrong show wrong show wrong show there's not a lot of those shows dropping lately, so I'm a little <laughs> little thick is very high in my brain right now uh okay so as always we're gonna go ahead and start with the news uh beginning with of course comic books Mm -hmm. um so we got uh some sad news up front alan grant who who wrote batman died at 73 um i don't think i heard that one yeah that was it was uh, a couple of days ago i think oh um and there's been like a ton of of creators man it feels like i swear to god it feels like every show lately it's just like oh yeah this person's gone this person's gone and well, like, to be fair a lot of these are the iconic writers from like the 70s and 80s and stuff but that time doesn't make it easier but no uh, uh thank you for all your badass work um we found out that dc's dark crisis is actually called dark crisis on infinite earths so now it, it officially has a a full title uh, so it's like a, a war is brewing, and so we know that there's a couple things coming. The Justice Society is going to show up, as well as the Legion of Doom. Uh, so if you're interested in that, check out Mike's Thick Stack plug. I mean, look at me. I guess that title is fine. I would have been fine if they just left it at just Dark Crisis, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> if you want to just keep leaning on that Crisis on Infinite Earths thing, then go for it. I mean, DC is synonymous with with crises. Yeah. You know? Yeah, right. but like the dark crisis would have been fine. You still look at the word crisis in there. You still get yeah. fixed there. I know. They had final crisis. They didn't say final crisis on infinite earth. Exactly. Like it's, it's Whatever. Fine. Doesn't matter. You know, we, we got it. It's going to um, be multiversal shenanigans. We get it. Yeah. So I don't know where to put this because it's a podcast, but so I put it in comics, which is fine. Sure. Uh, so Christina Ricci is voicing Carly Quinn in an audio drama of her Joker origin story. Hmm. I, like I heard that and I was like I mean I feel like we're okay. starting to get a little super saturated with Harley Quinn now starting to get there yeah yeah agreed I, she's a great character and I love that she's gotten very popular and like mainstream but I think she's starting to hit Joker levels we're, we're getting to a little bit too much of her now we are we are uh, so Marvel is sending Wolverine Moon Knight and more into a one-shot this Halloween called Crypt of Shadows. I don't know why, but I assumed you were going to say they were shooting them into space. 
which I would have totally believed. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> yeah, anything dealing with X Men, you're just like, okay, there's a there's like a a thirty percent chance they're going to space for some reason or another. <laughs> Uh, and who knows? We don't know. It's horror. It, it could be still horror. Honestly, <laughs> deep space horror would be pretty rad with certain characters. Oh, I, yeah. I, I would take that. I would take it. Uh, so Captains America, Steve Rogers, and Sam Wilson are headed for Captain America Cold War, a crossover in 2023, which culminates the mystery around uh, Steve's shield. So in the relaunch there is a mystery around the origin of Captain America's shield. Um, and uh, it's, it's pretty wild, man. I, I like it. Super mm-hmm. espionage. Um, okay. Like it, it's, it's really cool. It's really can cool. get behind some espionage. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, definitely not. I've never <laughs> engaged in espionage or espionage activities. <laughs> Moving on. The government's not listening to this show. Uh, anyway, uh, Frank Castle discovers that he may have a long lost brother uh, and we'll find out for sure in Punisher War Journal when that returns later this year. Um, you know, it's going to be a brother that like, oh, yeah, I'm totally your brother. And then like three issues later, they're going to be like, oh, I was just just tricking you to get close <laughs> to you. Like, OK. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, the, the only way that it gets worse for him is to watch his actual brother get gunned down at some point. He's just like, it's like, Jesus, can this guy catch a little bit of a break? No. Like, <laughs> yeah. No. no. <laughs> just, just no. <laughs> He's one of those ca- characters that just can never be happy. No. Honestly, people are like, oh, wait, when Batman smiles, it's terrifying. If the Punisher ever smiled, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I'd, I'd never sleep again. Like it's just wrong, like that. That whole concept is wrong in my brain. There's mm-hmm. a permanent scowl on that face. I don't care what anybody says. Anyway, moving on to worlds of DC. Thank you. Uh, we have uh, some some sad news here. Uh, so, Batman the animated series. David Warner. You may not know that name off the top of your head. He, he was in stuff like The Omen and Tron, but he also voiced Rachel Ghoul. He died okay. at 80. Um, and it was like, man, like, it just, like, when I saw who it was, I was like, oh, man, that just instantly takes me back. And I, like, it's, like, I hear that voice immediately. It was pretty cool uh, that he did such good work. Uh, sorry to hear that he, he passed away. Uh, and then we got the news that Ben Affleck is returning to as Batman in Aquaman 2 according to Jason Momoa. I saw that like 3 hours ago. <laughs> yeah. So I was like I thought he was done after Flashpoint, but well technically not. Flashpoint hasn't come out. So I mean loopholes. <laughs> but uh I mean lucky it would never come out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a discussion for probably in about 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. All right. Moving on to multiversal MCU and their TV stuff. So uh, Samuel L. Jackson has confirmed that he started working on uh, his next Nick Fury appearance in the Marvels, uh, which kind of makes sense if he's yep. space bound and, you know, Captain Marvel's a bunch of space shenanigans, especially when... after Ms. Marvel. Yeah. When was Secret Invasion supposed to be? Oh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk my about friend. that later. Yeah. It's coming. Uh, okay, Cosmo the Space Dog will have a much more pronounced role in the sequel, uh, and it will be voiced by Borat 2's 
Maria Bakalova, which is so Cosmo is typically a male dog. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and James Gunn said that for this, he's changing the gender, which fine, it's a fucking dog. Like, it's I don't care. Dog, yeah. Uh, so it's a space, it's a space it's psychic a tele- dog. It's a telepathic Russian dog. Like, I okay. don't care. It just <laughs> change none of the core traits of this character, and I'm cool. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll get, we'll get some. We'll get some Cosmo. So uh, the you remember Shang Chi, of course. Yeah. Shang Chi in the Ten Ten Rings. Uh, Destin Daniel Cretton, who who mm-hmm. directed the movie, is directing Avengers: The Kang Dynasty. So we found that out. Yep. Pretty pretty cool. Which pretty cool. we'll talk about later. <laughs> we sure will. We sure will, Jess. All right. Uh, Kevin Feige says he wants Deadpool three to be like Civil War and Ragnarok. So, in what, what sense? What do you take from that? <laughs> but it's like, what sense do you mean? Do you mean like you want it to be like a big sort of like team up sort of thing? Do you want it to be like a like a world ending phenomenon essentially? Like, what are you trying to say with this? Do you are you saying you want it to be funny and like super action packed? Like, I don't. I mean, that's just Deadpool. I mean, like, like they're they're two very different movies on top of it. Like mm-hmm. one's a very serious like character drama well i guess character drama is one of our words but like it's got like a lot of like core emotional aspects to it the other one's ragnarok Mm -hmm. i mean like they're two very different movies there are very serious moments in ragnarok but there are immediately undercut by ridiculous jokes that was and i I said that exact thing during our episode on ragnarok which you can probably find it's probably about three years ago in the archives at this point (laughs) but that was the exact thing i said was like it had a lot of good serious moments that just immediately got undercut by jokes i'm like yeah but you almost did something good here come on yeah it's just fun uh agents of shield star uh ian de sticker i think that's how we case sticker i think sticker sure uh confirmed that he has no interest in reprising his role as agent fits in any mcu project which fine i mean that series is kind of done and it's not and it's not canon so yeah so you know (laughs) you know uh we got five disney plus shows set for 2023 secret invasion ironheart echo loki season two and agatha house of harkness um we'll talk more about those in a little bit yep uh interestingly i saw that deadpool deadpool 2 and logan are now on disney plus yep. so push that r rating honestly i would say watch those because i feel like that would convince disney and marvel to push the envelope with more like hard content mm-hmm. i wouldn't I mind necessary yeah i wouldn't mind re-watching logan yeah i don't i think i've only ever seen it the once when it was Same. in theater yeah and when we did I, it I yeah think. And now that I have my nice shiny new TV, I'm like, ooh, mm-hmm. that'd be a nice movie to put on. How big, how big is that TV? Sixty-five inch. Five inch be, OLED. Uh, yeah. I'm going on vacation. Uh, I'm just going away for a weekend, and uh, the TV there is like an eighty inch TV, and ooh. I was just like, I'm about to, I'm about to love this TV. <laughs> uh, and finally, here, Sony has pushed Madam Web, which I constantly forget about, back to October sixth of twenty twenty-three. <laughs> It had a release date. <laughs> and it, and it was remember, Jack. It was sooner. It was pushed back. <laughs> I, just, I forget <laughs> all the Sony stuff. I just push it straight out of my brain, like immediately. So, whatever happened to that Craven movie? Because wasn't that in production like before this one? <laughs> Don't know. 
Nope. And that other one. That other one. The Bad Buddy movie. Bad Buddy movie. Yeah. <laughs> El Morte. El Morte. I don't even remember the, remember the character's fucking name. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I have no idea what's going on there. Honestly. Uh, well, I'll talk about that later. I'll talk about it later. R- rem- remind me of Sony when we get to see when we talk about Secret Wars. Okay, okay. Just remind me. Oh God, yeah. should I? Yes, actually, you should. Uh, God. Finally, here, video games. Uh, Gotham Knights got a Batgirl trailer, um, and she looks diff different. I like, didn't see it, so I don't. Couldn't yeah, tell she kind of has like elements of Cass in there, even though it's Barbara. So that's kind of weird. Okay. We'll see. I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm going to play the game. I'm still what. very unsure about this game or even kind of what this game is supposed to be. I'm going to stream it. I'm going to stream it. We're going to see what happens. Okay. Maybe. All right. Uh, and that's your news. Have you ever been reading through a stack of comics and thought, maybe I should see what the Sarkham Asylum game is all about? Or been playing Marvel vs. Capcom and felt like you were at a real disadvantage since you didn't know who half the characters were. Well, Play Comics is the show for you. I'm Chris, and each episode we take a look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material. So whether you know the comics and want to know how all these games work, or you know the games and want to find out where all this craziness came from, go check out Play Comics at playcomics.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Hey everybody, Sam here from The Twisted Cape. If you haven't already done so, be sure to check out The Twisted Cape's Tee Public page, which we have live right now for you to purchase any and all of your clothing needs with Twisted Cape logos on them. We got shirts, socks, maybe. Wow. We got other shirts with hoods on them, and they have longer sleeves. So warm. We got everything you could ever want with Twisted Cape logos on them. So, again, please be sure to check out the Twisted Cape's Tee Public page. Check out the link in the description and be sure to pick up your favorite stuff right now. Thanks, everybody. Pretty light on the news this week just because we kind of had a big event that happened last weekend at time of recording uh, <laughs> in San Diego Comic Con. So we're going to dive a lot more into that shit. It'll still be a week at time of release because it wrapped on Sunday and this will probably drop on Sunday. Eh, Uh, But but if people don't listen to it right when it launches. That's true. Well, what are they doing? about those people. We love them too. Anytime you see the Twisted Cape anything drop in your podcast feed, you need to just listen to that thing. You just pop a listen. A lot of people have. Thousands upon thousands of people have. I might not be making that up. (laughs) <laughs> all right that's so dumb so what we're gonna do tonight uh sorry what we're gonna do on this episode is we're going to talk about each of the major two companies and their shows at san diego comic-con uh tw- 2022 so this is gonna run kind of like a giant a, a news segment but there's gonna be a lot more stuff after so just hang in there with us is just sit back pour yourself a glass of wine even if it's 8 a.m and and just relax and roll with us on this okay so starting off dc announced a new ongoing um series of titles uh, that are all gotham based i'm sorry five gotham based titles first is batman gotham knights gilded city uh so this is like a 
precursor to the game coming out. Okay, that's a mouthful of a title, but okay. Sure is, sure is. Uh, then they have Punchline, the Gotham game. Uh, so if you remember, Punchline was introduced like a year, year and a yeah. half ago. Do people Kinda like can't. Punchline? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I feel like she was introduced and she was supposed to do this next big thing and then she just disappeared. Kind of fizzled. I'm just not not there. Maybe maybe people will read it. I don't know. Uh, then they announced GCPD Blue Wall, which uh, centers on Detective Montoya and GCPD corruption because, you know, GCPD. I'm not sure if I love that title. <laughs> sounds Me a little neither. Bit, sounds a little <laughs> bit like police propaganda, but okay. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. I didn't want to be the one to say it because I always say that stuff. All right. So I'm just going to leave that in the rear view. Uh, and then we got one called The Joker, The Man Who Stopped Laughing. Mm. Do we need more Joker? Don't. I, so, all right. So I will, I will, I will cop to the fact that the last Joker series was actually pretty damn good, but it barely featured the Joker, which is why it worked so well. It focused on Jim Gordon, who was tasked with hunting, hunting down and killing the Joker. It okay, somehow worked far better than I like. I I bought the first issue by accident, like it was just in my pull, and I didn't even realize it. And I read it, and I was I was there. I looked at it, and I'm like, you know, really, like we know how I feel about Joker. And I was just like, all right, I'll read it because I already bought it. And I read it, and I was like, okay, this is actually pretty good. It's pretty good. Why is this so good? And. uh you know, I've read then 15 issues of it, and you know, it was good. It was really good. All right, and finally, that fifth title, uh, Batman Incorporated, fronted by uh, Ghostmaker, the, the new character as well. Showed up about the same time as Punchline, and he's way cooler. Just way cooler. I have literally never heard of him, but okay. It's all right. Uh, then we got the news that Batman and Spawn will reunite for a December crossover one-shot. Um, I, th- I just thought those characters always worked well together. It's so fun. Uh, then we got a an announcement about Static. Static Shadows of Dakota limited series will debut in October. Okay. Then we got the news that DC's future state Gotham will come to an end in October with issue number 18, which makes me very happy. If you've been listening to Mike Stick Stack, you know I've been falling out of love with that title very, very quickly. Like, Honestly, if not for the art style, so it's all in black and white, Jess. Okay. Um, so it like it gives the art a real chance to to shine without like crazy colors. I can see that, but I've always been hesitant with black and white stuff because I feel like you can easily lose track of what's happening if there isn't a lot of contrast. But that's just my opinion. I mean, so there's like there's no colors, but there's a lot of grays and blacks okay. to, to give you some of that contrast, which makes it pretty, pretty nice. Yeah, I'd have to actually see it, but yeah. Yeah. So then we got some trailers. Um, we got, so I'm, I'm doing this all chronologically for those keeping score at home. Uh, we got a trailer for Shazam Fury of the Gods. Yes. So you watched it? Yes. Yeah, twice. Uh, <laughs> what'd you think? A lot more Philly in it. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Mm-hmm. CGI or otherwise. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested by this movie because, I mean, it looks like it's just as quirky and fun as the original was. It has some like 
Doctor Strange world bending mind fuckery happening at some mm-hmm. point in there. And I'm j- I'm I surprisingly love the first Shazam movie. So I am looking forward to this, just seeing what they do. Me too. Expectations are very high for me for this movie. Yes. Uh, I just had so much fun. The even with the effects that like aren't like state of the art like cutting edge like with the claymation like <laughs> i was actually fine with that i was like yeah you know what I, I don't care like i can handle this this is it's okay it's not like some of the like uh suicide squad uh, uh animations and graphics uh that they used which was ass so it's fine if you had told me when that movie came out that post dark knight trilogy that was going to be the best dc movie that we've gotten in like 10 years i would have been like shazam really <laughs> really it hinges on the main on the main character, right? Like, first of all, they told a really good story. Uh, and Zach, Zachary Levi oh my is God. a giant man child. So, He's a man child, yeah. So it, it just it just clicks and it works on every on every possible level. So uh, so yeah, it was I had fun with that. Uh, then we got a Black Adam trailer, uh, and he's messing around with the Justice Society. Speaking yep. of magic and time fuckery, yes, yeah. Doctor Fate, some real good looks, Doctor Fate. I'm look. I'm really looking for Doctor Fate. I love Doctor Fate. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so what'd you think of that that one? So that one I only saw once, and that was only like thirty minutes ago, something like that. That's fine. <laughs> so, like, it's very not ingrained in my memory. But I mean, the, the movie as a whole, we'll see how it goes. Um, I feel like they kind of had to do it at some point, just because it is so intertwined with Shazam. If they are going with this, if they are still going with this whole intertwined universe thing, I don't know anymore. Um, no one does no they don't know either um but we'll see uh i like the bits that we saw with dr fate in there because it mm-hmm. gave me a very strong dr strange vibe which i mean makes sense it's not a bad thing not a bad thing um pierce brosnan though like that is kind of perfect i will say between black adam and shazam they had some like really big name actors in here. You got Pierce Brosnan in Black Adam. You got <laughs> Helen Mirren in Shazam. Mirren. You the fucking Helen Mirren <laughs> you got in Shazam. You got Lucy Liu in, in Shazam. <laughs> like, you have some of these uh, massive <laughs> names in these DC movies. I'm like, how did you convince them to do this? Uh, money, Jessica. <laughs> I mean, money. yes, the money, but like, what? <laughs> I mean, we'll see how the performances go. Like, did, yeah. they, did they really put it in or were they just like money? <laughs> like, you can tell there's some of these performances where just like, it's like, oh, that's a money performance. Like, yeah. uh, uh, Morbius, uh, Matt Smith. Matt Smith. Yeah. That was money. <laughs> like, they were like, hey, yeah. here's a whole fuck ton of money. <laughs> we want you to be in this movie. And he read that script. It was just like, man, I don't know. Yes. And then they dropped the money bag on the table. He was like, all right. <laughs> fine i guess <laughs> <laughs> then we got a uh a debut of the uh sandman trailer for netflix so i purposely did not watch that because i have yet to actually read that series and that's the series i've been meaning to read for mm-hmm. years now mm-hmm. uh it's good it's good i think you might really really enjoy it i think i would love it which is why i've been kicking myself for never reading it <laughs> the the trailer looks really good. It's it's captured a lot of the feel of the book. It's not, it's not perfect, of course. Nothing is, no. but I'm pretty pretty pumped up by it. Like I'm I'm pretty excited. 
Uh, and then I got two more pieces of news here from San Diego Comic-Con for DC. Viola Davis is set to return to the DCEU as Amanda Waller in Black Adam. Oh. Uh, yeah. So that was the piece that made me go, okay. Oh. I kind of want Viola Davis opposite The Rock. Just kind yes. of being full Waller. Like, I need that. Yes. <laughs> I, I just want Viola Davis, period, as Waller. Like, True. I, I want her to kind of be the anti-Nick Fury of the DCEU moving forward. Mm-hmm. I feel like she's amazing. But like the problem is, is this pre or post Peacemaker? Because that will make a difference in yeah. the portrayal. Honestly, like kind of given the trailers that we've gotten so far and the fact that the JSA is involved and stuff, I kind of assume that Black Adam was taking place more in like the 50s or something like that. Like yeah. I thought it was a lot older, so... I'm surprised that Waller's going to be in it, but she could be in it as a small cameo sort of thing. Yeah. Give me a post-credit scene. You know, you just yeah. And finally, Blue Beetle director uh, Angel Manuel Soto marked the end of filming, which means we are that much closer to a Blue Beetle movie with Jaime Reyes. Nice. About that. Yeah. I mean, get me some more Latinos on the screen. Yeah, you I'm happy. All right, so that's everything that was announced for DC at San Diego Comic-Con. So what did you think about the announcements that rolled out this year from DC? They were brief. <laughs> I agree. They were very brief. Um, I Really, we only got two solid trailers from them. We didn't get any Aquaman 2. We didn't get any of the Flash movie. We we know both of those are done, maybe in reshoots and stuff at this point, and like post-production sort of stuff, but like they're done at this mm-hmm. point. They're close to release. So, I mean, granted, I understand you have Amber Heard in the one movie and you got Ezra Miller in the other. Two very contentious people in Hollywood at the moment. So Polarizing, I believe, is, is yes. how the kids say it. Yes, very polarizing. So I understand your hesitation to release stuff right this second, I guess. Mm-hmm. But those two movies are also coming out very soon. I feel like you should start at least considering the marketing for all this stuff and yeah. giving us a teaser or something. I, I know they gave us an Aquaman teaser and a flash teaser. I think it was last year sometime or maybe earlier, whenever it was fandom fandom. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. So almost a year ago at this point. So maybe we'll get more stuff come fandom this year. Um, but as far as a comic-con presence, and I'm wondering if that's act now that I think about it, I'm wondering if that's why their comic-con presence was so lacking because we're saving it all for fandom. See, that's what I thought too. Like I couldn't, I couldn't piece together a reason why you didn't unveil more of your slate, give an update on on the roadmap or anything else like that. It was, and it was just light everywhere. Yeah, you got some Batman stuff, like a lot of Batman stuff, but there was nothing animated. There was there was no tease about. I mean, not that we need it, but CW, there was basically no HBO Max presence whatsoever. No. Um, so I, I would have to imagine that you're just saving everything to swing on fandom when it's a day just all about you. Um, I thought the stuff that was announced was okay. The two trailers that we got were very fun. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed them both. Um, and then the Sandman trailer, like I said, was very good, but like that's that's not enough like you had a a hall h panel which is huge for san diego comic-con and you kind of just didn't 
do much with it. Like, yeah, if I was a DC fan exclusively and I walked into that panel, I'd be like, okay, well, where, where's, where's, the, where's the goods? Where's the juice? So to get, I guess, get an analog to the video game industry, like Sony stopped coming to E3, which is like the big, if you're not aware of the big, like video gaming conference every year, they kind of started doing their own thing. And I think that really helped Sony in the end. I feel like that's what DC and Warner is trying to do with Comic-Con. Like they don't want to walk away completely, but they're also, I think, only trying to do their own thing at this point. And then I think they really just make a decision whether or not they want to do Comic-Con anymore because yeah, Comic-Con's big. You get a lot of eyes on you, but then you're sharing the spotlight with people. So do you want to keep doing that or do you want to do your own thing? Like if you want to do fandom for all your TV and all your multimedia stuff and some more of your comic stuff, fine, but at least do more comic-based stuff at, at SDCC. That's kind of the point. The point of it, yeah. But uh, yeah. So did you have any concerns? Like you knew knew they were going to have a big panel what were your concerns like rolling into San Diego Comic-Con and the DCEU writ large? Like, where were you thinking? Flash. Yeah. That's my big concern at the moment. Um, because they have spent so many years making this mm-hmm. movie at this point. And they now have a leading person in this movie that they're dropping after this movie. So I am just concerned about what they're going to do how they're going to play this movie now and what their plans are in the grand scheme of things with this character if any um so honestly that was kind of my my biggest thing going into this was i was curious to see what they were going to do and i guess i'm okay that i didn't hear anything about it yet just because it is still pretty fresh with all the shit going on Mm -hmm. but I still would like to know how much I should invest in this moving forward, I guess. Agreed. Um, I think my biggest concern was, again, the roadmap. Like, where are you going? Like, are you are you going to build towards any Justice League, literally anything? Um, are you going to bring back Henry Cavill as Superman? Because that was the hot rumor, like, rolling around. It was like, oh, man, Henry Cavill's going to show up at DC uh, Hall H, and they're going to announce something about Superman. And I was like, all right, well, if oh, you yeah. do that, and great. There was like the thing where the rock may have accidentally slipped that Henry Cavill is done as Superman and stuff. And, and he got booed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, he and he wants Henry Cavill as Superman, but like, yeah. you know, I think af- after the Snyder Cuts version of Justice League, we want Henry Cavill back as, as Superman. I agree. Now that you finally got to write him correctly. Mm-hmm. Um. But like, I, like I think with no plan forward, are you just gonna keep throwing out characters randomly in movies? Are are they one shots? Uh, are you gonna have more musicals? Like I don't know what's going on here, and I don't think they do either. And this did they nothing don't. to really kind of alleviate that for me. You know, my only hope for that is that come what is it, October mm-hmm. for Fandom, we so. get a better clearer of that, a clearer picture of that. Yeah but I wouldn't hold my breath. Agreed. Uh, so with the information that we were given uh, on, with this San Diego Comic-Con, where do you, fi- where do you want the DC EU to go? I want Flashpoint to do what it's supposed to do and just reset everything. Mm-hmm. Reset things, keep some things that you know work, and then just reset everything else that doesn't 
and just start from scratch. That is my only thing I want from them right now. It's just to take a long, hard look, figure out what they want. And obviously the movies are done filming. So I hope they've already done this. They took a long, hard look, (laughs) figured out what's been working and just stick with that. Trash everything else. I agree. Uh, I, I think um, you lean a little bit more heavily into magic as this thing develops um, because now with Dr. Fate, you have the opportunity to bring in more Constantine, more Zatanna, Zatanna uh, more dark, um, dark ju- Justice League dark. Yes. You, you already do, have a Wonder Woman in there. You, so you can do some really cool stuff. You technically already have a Swamp Thing too. You just have that yeah. costume laying around in storage somewhere. Like bring it do, back. Yeah. You can do some cool stuff. Like, uh, like that's kind of where I want. Like you've already proven that. And you do already have a really awesome Constantine. So you do. Like you've already proven that you you will do darker stuff. Like we've all seen the Suicide Squad, um, and how brilliant that was, and Peacemaker as well. Like, yeah, if you're gonna keep picking up some of these smaller characters and elevating them, these these B and C tier characters, cool. But like take us towards something like that's that's really what i want from from dc moving forward and if you're not then don't keep throwing in like these small little interconnectivity things like oh but you see they're referencing this character but are we doing anything with that no then why do it like make a decision if you're gonna build towards something give us the roadmap if you're not then just stop trying yeah like take the opportunity to really do a hard reset all right. Um, anything else you want to say about the DC at San Diego Comic-Con? Just that I hope we get more in a few months. Same, same. All right. Now let's do some Marvel at San Diego Comic-Con 22. Oh God, there's so much. There is so much. So everybody, refill your wine. <laughs> get a glass of whiskey or something. Yeah. This is, up, the, this, is what our, this is what the rest of the night's going to be. <laughs> I don't All care right. if it's... 8 a.m. when you're listening to this, this is the rest of your day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So first we got the news about uh, I Am Groot, a collection of five original shorts streaming, starts streaming on August 10th on Disney Plus. Looks really cute. Totally Uh, missed that. (laughs) I watched watched the trailer for it. I'm going to have a lot of fun with that with my youngest. Uh, He'll probably giggle his little little face off, which will be great. Uh, Then we got the news. So it started out with an animation panel on, I think, Friday. Mm-hmm. so they announced that Groot thing they told us that what if season two is coming in 2023 and we'll feature and, yep yeah we'll, we'll get there okay. so it will feature hella odin uh, and some 17th century marvel nonsense which kind of okay kind of sounds fun uh if we're being honest uh and then we got the news that what if season three is currently in production mm-hmm. which wild cool i I didn't think it was that well received i I didn't think it was like poorly received but i didn't think it was like good enough to warrant two full seasons afterward look i mean it's expensive to make and they know that marvel's very popular so they're just like all right let's let's have some fun um what i really want from what if no interconnectivity that would be nice just standalone stories weird off the beaten path like think Doctor Strange, right? He was it. It, it stood on its own perfectly. Mm-hmm. I didn't need anything else. If he never showed up again, I would have been happy. 
he showed up again, fine. But like it was a dark reimagining, and I, I love that. That was my big problem. Again, go back to the episode if you missed it. Was that the fact that like, all these episodes just like suddenly ended because they were building to other things? I'm like, but but what? We didn't resolve anything. Just give me a solid story with this character in some alternate fashion and just leave it be. And you know, it's the time constraint. Like we've talked about that. Um, like don't feel you only have to use 30 minutes use whatever time that you need to use you yeah. know tell a really cool story start to finish and then just walk away if, if it only takes 30 minutes like captain carter captain carter only took 30 minutes we know the story of steve rogers and you just basically gender swapped it it was fine we didn't have to run it all down again it was great like marvel disney whoever you do understand this is a streaming service, right? Like we're going to watch the episode when we have time. It's not like you have to book a time slot on television or anything like that. If it takes 45 minutes, then we'll just watch it when we have 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Like just, just run it out, man. We're fine. We did. We did it with, with WandaVision. You told yeah. 30 minute stories and then towards the end, it got to be about an hour. And guess what? We went with you. So maybe just tell the stories you want to tell. All right, and then we got the announcement of Spider-Man Freshman Year, which will be premiering in 2024. It features a ton of classic villains, Doc Ock, Electro, Rhino, um, and also team-ups with characters like Daredevil and Doctor Strange. And it made some changes to his immediate uh, friend circle by making his best friend Nico Minoru. So... I'm also confused because I saw something just a few hours ago about this, that it's more of a what if sort of story mm -hmm. where instead of Tony Stark approaching Peter in high school, Norman Osborn is the one that approaches him yeah. and becomes his mentor. And I'm just like, but why, <laughs> why <laughs> do we need this? I don't want this. And I think it was already, it was announced for a second season immediately. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I am wearing a Spider-Man shirt right now. <laughs> I do not want this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need this. <laughs> I really don't. Like, do give me give me more. Give me more of other stuff. Like a Daredevil animated series, I would have been down for. By the way, Tom Holland's not voicing Spider-Man, but Charlie Cox is voicing Daredevil. So it's just like, uh, what, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? I mean, we're gonna talk about it on the show, so I'm gonna have to watch it, but if that weren't the case, <laughs> I wouldn't bother. <laughs> Probably. I agree. Uh, okay. And then we got the announcement of Marvel Zombies uh, as a show. And it's focusing on, on heroes like Shang-Chi, Kate Bishop, Yelena Belova, and, and other heroes as well. I don't care who is focusing on. I don't want this either. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know how you feel about, about zombies and stuff like that. So it's One what-if episode was enough. <laughs> I'm kind of in. I just want them to, you know... It's, it's impossible to do what I want because uh, I want it more comic based and the characters are focusing on or not are not <laughs> part of the story, the original stories. So uh, fuck at least me, apparently. at least lean more into like the horror and give me more goriness and like more darker tones with it or something. Yeah. Isn't it supposed to be like an R rated well, equivalent of R rated sort of thing? Oh, yeah. So at oh, yeah. least that's going to be all right. Like give me some animated Walking Dead season like two. Like when it was still fun and horrible to watch. It was, it was gory as shit. That's what I need. 
Uh, then we got the announcement of X-Men 97, the continuation of the X-Men animated series. So uh, we get the return of some key team members uh, and, and more. They're, they expand the roster a little bit. It's led by Magneto, that team, thinking about how the original series ended. Uh, and they'll be facing off against Sinister as well as the Hellfire Club, which kind of makes me excited. We might get some uh, mutant fuckery here. I mean, with all the Stranger Things recently, when you say Hellfire Club, I just think of Stranger Things now. Oh, okay. But... okay. <laughs> so I'm that... just like, wait. I had to like stop for a second. I'm just like, wait, no, this is not Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is something, this is a different thing. It's a different thing. It's a different nerdy thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we have the announcement that X-Men scribe Chris Claremont is back um, to writing mutants alongside Salvador La Roca to pair them uh and they're getting paired to return to their extreme x-men title in a new limited series uh in the era of their original run extreme so, extreme very 90s very, very 90s. early 2000s <laughs> um and then we get jam dematius telling the uh beginning of the rivalry of spider-man and craven and telling craven's origin story um in time for the for the, the movie, movie. <laughs> so oh, good. i mean i w- i will bet you five dollars right now on this podcast that this comic book is thousands of times better than that movie well you know one thing will be nice it'll make the character breakdown for craven a lot easier to write <laughs> <laughs> you want to know more about the background here's a comic that just came out there you go read it <laughs> Uh, we got the relaunch of Strange Academy with the original creative team, Scotty Young and Humberto Ramos. Uh, and that should be fun if you're into Strange Academy uh, and magic and stuff. Then we got the news that Marvel's Korean Super Team Tiger Division will be getting their own title in November. I don't know Dick about that team. I've never, never heard, heard of them before. <laughs> um, it's, it, it sounds interesting. Like I'm kind of curious about what that what that'll look like but i gotta say a picture of them now hold on please do hold on tiger <laughs> team tiger division tiger division i heard tiger team okay tiger, tiger team. division <laughs> uh let's go with some images alliteration would have been those are literal tanks and korean soldiers that is not what i wanted i'll look up them later <laughs> okay you should have gone Marvel Tiger Division. Yeah, that was one of the things that popped up in the search. And I was just like, okay, well, let me just do that real quick. <laughs> Google is your friend. Can be your friend. Okay. Uh, they look like they're going to be fun. Hey, that one has an eye patch. Ooh. You, you, if you know anything, <laughs> you don't trust people with eye patches. No, she looks like she's part of the team. So, yeah. There's like this giant golem. Like this, ooh, this one looks like Jubilee, but better. <laughs> Jubilee's a mom. Anyway, uh, to a dragon. Uh, X Men is fuckery. Uh, okay, so oh, sorry, not Jubilee. Dazzler. Dazzler. Uh, okay, okay, yeah. Dazzler's still performing. Uh, Norman Osborn gets his own dark web spinoff title as he goes from Green Goblin to Gold Goblin this winter. Um, but why? So, man, I, there's just not enough time to get into, into all that fuckery, okay? There's there's a lot of backstory there, and maybe I'll cover it at some point on this show. But if you're if you're paying attention to my stick stack, you kind of have 
an idea of you know how he got to be where he is because so it's something i'll never understand got it (laughs) you can understand it it's just i don't have time there's too there's already too much to deal with tonight (laughs) on this show okay it's gonna get late in a hurry and i i still have to edit this so let's think about it all right so uh there's a dracula and blade series uh coming out called marvel's vampire nation and it has political intrigue and is described as spy games. So okay. I was like, I was like, yeah, man, I kind of love anything that has to do with vampires. Wait, but wait, like, like a political espionage spy drama with vampires and Blade? Yes, please. Sounds kind of yeah. rad, right? All like, right, all right. I'm kind of here for that. I'm interested. <laughs> we got the news that Christopher Kitwell is leaving Iron Man. Uh, in November, when the series hits issue number 650, uh, which is pretty cool for him. He, he's been on it for 22 issues as of right now. Uh, and it's been a very different look at Iron Man. And I, I've, you know, there have been some down points, but I've, uh, I've largely enjoyed that book overall. Uh, then we get the announcement that the Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur um, will be back in their own title ahead of their animated series which i believe comes next year maybe this year i don't remember just i don't know if you want to look that up for me um moon girl devil dinosaur animated series it's coming coming soon i'm pretty sure series that sure whatever that works no not images <laughs> um it's the end to you 2023 2023 all right cool soon all right, and then we got the news that Jason Aaron will start the story that will conclude his Avengers run in November uh, called Avengers Assemble Alpha, and it'll be drawn by Brian Hitch, which is a pretty fucking big deal. Um, that Avengers run has been so wild and different. Like I just had maybe talked about my favorite issue so far on Mike's Thick Stack. Jesse, if it helps, Samurai Ghost Rider. Like it okay. sounds, right. it sounds cool, and then in in practice, it's far cooler. Like he split, so like instead of like a car, he has like flaming swords, and he split a massive boat in half with a swing of his sword, and and he was walking on water. It was just like the yeah. most rad okay. thing I, I've seen in a long time. Uh, yeah, I want it. I want more. Demonic on fire samurai. Got it. I'm mm-hmm, here for mm-hmm. it. I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Hickman and Valerio uh, Skeety will be doing a new mysterious Marvel title next year. They won't talk about what it is, but kind of interested. Uh, they they did a lot of work around relaunching X Men recently. Um, House of X, Powers of X, uh, all that stuff around there. So I bet you it's a brand new. Dazzler series. <laughs> you wish. We would be so lucky. <laughs> uh, Marvel teased a new Fantastic Four creative team uh, with a compass, and it said the writer was over north and uh, artist was under south. So uh, I had people speculating about who those who those people are, especially since Dan Slott is leaving the title later this year. So we'll see. Okay, then we get to Hall H on Saturday. 
there's a lot of shit here. There's a lot of shit here. Buckle up, because here's where it gets crazy. All right. Marvel Studios Secret Invasion starts streaming spring 2023. Marvel Studios Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, May 5th, 2023. Marvel Studios Echo streaming summer 2023. Marvel Studios Loki Season 2 streaming summer 2023. Marvel Studios Blade in theaters November 2023. Marvel Studios Ironheart streaming on Disney Plus in fall 2023. Then we got the announcement of Marvel Studios Captain America New World Order in theaters May 3rd, 2024. And then Marvel Studios Agatha Coven of Chaos streaming winter 2023. That's a lot of stuff. And we're not done yet. No, (laughs) we're not. So I wanted to just briefly take a break and talk about the things in there that caught your eye or ear the most. Ironheart, for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm still, I will talk about that once we get to the trailers, but I'm still very intrigued by this. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was one other one that I read, Captain America. Captain that America. was, I was a bit surprised that, I'm, I'm not really surprised that they announced the new Captain America movie because I knew it was happening, but like, I'm, felt like we weren't going to get news about that for a while so i'm surprised to hear about it so soon same and um, the fact that like it's coming in about a year and a half mm-hmm. so like they've held a lot of this stuff under wraps pretty good because that means production has to be well on oh, its way well underway yeah um thing that caught my eye is blade mm-hmm. late next year uh that has me fairly excited i love blade um that should have the darker tone that I want. Like it, it, it needs to. It right? needs like, to. It's, we can't. A vampire hunter. It needs to. And it needs to be like violent. Like it. Like a like if it's not a a hard thirteen, like towing the line, like parts of Doctor Strange did. It like are like a hat. Like it just needs to be there. It can't you can't pull punches with it. Okay. Uh. So then after that we got uh, a quick trailer for She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, which mm-hmm. drops in like two weeks, August yeah. 17th. Uh, so, you know, we're obviously going to talk about that show when it's all done. They cleaned up some of the CGI because it was looking a little rough uh, when we got that first trailer. I don't know. If uh, I, never, I don't think I ever watched the first trailer. Oh, you find that on the internet. <laughs> uh, it's you, you just, You'll watch it. You're like, holy God, this is coming out when? <laughs> like, so... Yeah, it was it was a it was a tough watch. Okay, then we get the announcement from Kevin Five 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 E Marvel Kevin Feige Marvel Kevin. Uh, he confirmed that Black Panther Two is the end of Phase Four. Um, Good because Phase Four was kind of a jumbled mess. Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, so then we got the announcement that Daredevil Born Again will be an 18 episode series on Disney Plus with Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, that was probably the thing that was announced in this entire thing that I was, I don't know if I was the most excited for it, but I was definitely the most intrigued by it and the most caught off guard by it. Uh, so what did those things to you? That it's Daredevil uh-huh. with Charlie Cox. <laughs> ah, okay. That that was it. <laughs> it's, it's like the, it's the I, I knew he was to me. Yeah, I didn't know the episode count. 
until just the second. So that, that is a lot. Is a lot. Yeah. Is a lot. Uh, and Born Again is a very specific story. So I'm just like, okay. Uh, I, I, like they, they have some proving to do to me uh, as far as, but we'll talk more about that. We'll talk. Uh, then we got the announcement of Thunderbolts uh, in theaters July 26th. It's my sister's birthday, uh, 2024. <laughs> uh, and so that, that's kind of big. That ends phase five, I believe. Uh, and then we got the confirmation that Modoc is in the new Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. The thing that I'm worried there is we know Kang is like supposed to show up there. So yeah, where where's your villain like that? That could unfocus things really heavily. Mm-hmm. Uh, briefly, quickly looking back, uh, James Gunn said that the thing that we've been saying for a long time. Guardians 3 is the end of the story with these particular characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, my hope is they keep them around to do more Guardian stuff with different lineups or just give them a different, like, cosmic project. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. He said that he's not looking ahead to any new Guardian stuff at the moment, that he just wants to close out this chapter. So, yeah. I don't it- think there's any plans for new Guardians at the moment, but there's so many different characters that can pull into it that they could easily do it. Honestly, like one of these days I want to do like a full cosmic episode for both DC and Marvel. And one of the things I want to talk about is how deep the guardians roster actually is, because we're so used to star Lord, Gamora, rocket, Groot, Drax, Mantis, Adam Warlock, that like you forget about a very deep roster of characters, Uh, but we'll do that at some point. All right. And then we got a couple of just, huge bangers they announced uh, avengers secret wars in stu- in uh theaters november 7th 2025 and the avengers the kang dynasty in theaters may 2nd 2025 and that's at the end of phase six which starts with fantastic four in theaters november 8th 2024 just huge swings there um and they'll they'll and that phase six actually concludes what they're calling uh, the multiverse saga so uh those are massive we'll talk about those a little bit like i want to give them the space that we really need here um and then just kind of finish out some of this stuff here uh they closed hall h with a wakanda forever trailer uh anything you want to say about that like right now or do you want to come back to we, that later? we'll come back to it all Cool. Let's just get through all the overview. Okay. Uh, Armor Wars. You remember that show with Don Gino? Nope. <laughs> supposed to be on Disney Plus. Uh, so, like, we got no announcements of it at Comic Con, but it's apparently still in development. So, that might be one of the Disney Plus things for like phase six, five or six, whatever. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, it's, it's there. Uh, then we got a announcement of another uh, Avengers title. Uh, another ongoing Avengers title, which makes four all-out Avengers. Um, whatever. Uh, Kevin Feige talked about Fantastic Four. He said it, the reboot won't be an origin story at all, like the Spider-Man route. Okay, okay. I guess. Uh, and then uh, there's a hot, heavy rumor about EA working on an open-world Black Panther game, which, interesting. 
after uh, ea just kind of knocked single player games in general and mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. much of this is going to be pay to win and sort I don't of thing know. uh it, but if anything i want christopher judge back as t'challa because uh of his voice acting performance in the avengers game marvel's avengers um he's really really good really really good uh, we got a little news about guardians three um Chuck Woody Uwuji, uh, who you may remember from Peacemaker, who was, um, oh God, what the hell is his character's name? He was the guy that was the, the butterfly on their team. Uh, I want to say Mern. more, but it's not. Mern. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was Mern. Uh, he will be high evolutionary in Guardians 3. Uh, so I have a, that that sounds like it's going to be nuts. It sounds going to be absolutely crazy. I have faith in James Gunn, so I'm not really all that concerned. And then we got the news that Don Cheadle will, will return as War Machine for Secret Invasion, which drops, of course, 2023. All right. What do you think about the announcements? What? There's a lot there. There's a lot. Not all of them I really cared about. <laughs> as, I've already, as I've already stated. What didn't you care about? Um, mainly the animated stuff. I just, I just don't care. <laughs> I could do without any of that. Um, I think I'd care more if they were taking risks. Like I think the animation style are taking risks, but like the storytelling. Like, are you gonna, are you gonna make it family friendly storytelling, or are you gonna tell some deeper, darker stories with? heavier implications for the character you're going to really do some character development stuff or just going to kind of shy away and pull your punches all right so what stuck out to you the most here in the in the phase five and six uh pantheon of announcements i mean the fact that we're getting back-to-back avengers movies in the same year was pretty surprising um, and the fact that one of them is Secret Wars, which I knew was one that the Russo brothers had said that, that was like the their dream project they would come back for, yet they're not. Yeah, right. Like that was the project that they specifically said we will come back to do this one, and they're actually doing it. Maybe they already have an idea of what they want to do for the Secret War movies, and the Russo brothers were just like, that's not really what we wanted to do. So. It might have just been creative things that they just didn't want to come back for it or something. That's entirely possible. Um, so my question, first of all, is which Secret Wars are you doing? Are you doing 80s Secret Wars, which Beyonder and a whole bunch of nonsense there? Or are you doing the 2015 series written by Jonathan Hickman that focused a lot on Reed Richards and Dr. Doom? My guess is that since they specifically made a point to say that the Fantastic Four starting that phase that it's probably going to be the second one so my problem there is there's nowhere near enough development no no oh no (laughs) so it it feels like if that's what you're doing it's going to be rushed and it's going to feel just not as good as it could because that's that's heavy investment in avengers fantastic four x-men there's a lot of stuff going on there that we just won't really get to touch. Um, you did say two Avengers uh, movies in the same year. That's what I was just about to say. I think that would be another problem is that your first one, which comes out in May, is focusing on Kang, which I'm assuming up to this point, it'll be from Loki season one 
through that Avengers movie is when we're going to start like building up Kang as the threat in the universe. And then six months later in November, you all of a sudden have another Avengers movie about secret wars. And I'm just, is that a little too little time there? Like, I feel like you're trying to like wrap up this whole Kang mess and then do something new on top of it right away. So the thing that I'm most curious about is what happens in between, right? Because we saw the slate and the slate has, is like there's a bunch of other movies or projects basically um, between um, Avengers, uh, it is five and six, right? Yeah, Avengers five and six. Yes. So it's just like, okay, well, what's what's going on here? Uh, so I was looking at it and it's, uh, sorry, I just had it. I lost it. It's a very, I don't want to say it's a scattered sort of like schedule they've got, but some of it just seems a little random. To All me. right. So here's, here's what we're looking at. Um, so here's phase, what phase six looks like. Starts in fall 2024. So it looks like something else happens there. Then they have November in 2024, uh, Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. There's something else in fall 2024. And then winter 2024, winter 2025, spring 2025, spring 2025, Kang Dynasty. Then summer 2025, summer 2025, November 2025. So there's a ton of projects in there. But what? We know nothing about them. Is one of them going to be an X-Men sort of thing? Is multiple of those going to be an X-Men sort of thing? Or are we... Like, you'd have to be blowing the doors off. Like, like I don't want all those to be Disney Plus projects. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. Like, maybe two at, at best. Like, you need to blow the doors off with, with content and good, rich, deep content if Kang Dynasty and Secret Wars are going to work. Yeah, it's... It's a lot of stuff they're trying to build up. And even just looking at the phase five timeline, half of that are Disney plus shows. And I'm like, how much of some of these going to actually play to the overall thing? Like echo, how much is that actually going to play to this overall story? That's going to lead to these ultimate Avengers movies. I agree. Like, it's just like, okay, like Agatha Agatha is probably going to be fun, but like, is that going to actually add anything to the overall over, overarching narrative here? The thing that makes me curious there is, do they use Agatha to bring back Wanda? Because, I would hope so. Because they're so intertwined. And I mean, also Agatha is intertwined with the Fantastic Four. So do we get like a little backdoor? That I didn't know. Pilot. Hmm. Yeah, Agatha is, she serves as the nanny for for Franklin Richards. And- oh, larry richards at some point i don't know as much about the fantastic four so i feel like i should but oh i where i got you covered uh <laughs> <laughs> i love fantastic four um so there's there's tons going on there um what else sticks out to you like aside from two two avengers movies that captain america um you know what sticks out to me hmm. I, only because it kind of doesn't fit thunderbolts yeah i mean that's like if you look at everything else in phase five thunderbolts is like that and i think secret invasion are the two that just like kind of stick out a little bit to me because it's like 
secret invasion is okay like what is that actually going to be at this point and then thunderbolts which is a bunch of villains being heroes basically almost like a suicide squad essentially but like compared to everything else on the slate those just seem like really odd choices to put in here like sure fans will love it but like especially thunderbolts because like you kill off all your villains who's actually around left to be in this movie besides so you, zemo <laughs> you'll have you'll have zemo you'll have u.s agent yeah uh taskmaster right i forgot about her uh, uh, uh i got nothing who else is still alive i don't know <laughs> like like i know i know people were like oh well they'll use elena belova but She's already squared up everything with Hawkeye, so she doesn't really... And she was never a villain. She was never a villain. She was out to get answers for Natasha, and now and she has them. She got those answers, and things are cool now. Like, and isn't... Yelena was supposed to be in some other project that you had mentioned at one point. Uh, I think it was animated. Zombies. Yeah. 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 So it's just like, oh, okay. That's, that's great. Um here we are so here we are uh so as it stands phase five looks like quantum media secret invasion guardians three what if echo marvels uh loki season two blade iron heart uh agatha daredevil born again cap and then thunderbolts so the project i'm probably looking for, i've already mentioned this but the two projects i'm looking forward to the most are iron heart and daredevil just because i love daredevil and Ironheart is the one character I've been saying for years that I've been wanting to know more about and mm-hmm. just get into. And I've been meaning to read Ironheart series for years. I just yeah. never have. Yeah. So like, those are the two that I'm really looking forward to. I think you'll like her a lot. Um, okay. And then uh, Captain America for me, like New World Order, like what are you, where are you going? Yeah. Like there's, there are some very specific Sam stories and I'm curious about how they will uh, translate to the big screen. But the thing that has me most curious is Secret Invasion. Here's why. Scrolls. Mm-hmm. They, they replace a bunch of the heroes early mm-hmm. on, right? Um, not early on, but they just, they just do over the years. And they, and they set themselves up to take over Earth. It should be a much bigger story than a Disney Plus series. That was one thing I always was confused about because when they very first announced Secret Invasion as a thing, I'm like, oh, cool. That'll be an interesting movie to see. And they're like, oh, it's a Disney Plus show. I'm like, I may not be the most well-versed in comic <laughs> stuff, but like, I know that Secret Invasion is a big deal. It Why is. is this a Disney Plus show? It is. Like, I would have, like, there's a couple of Avengers-based, like, actually just Marvel world-spanning things that are just kind of a big deal that I kind of wanted to see. Um, Secret Invasion like was one of them. Secret Invasion should be an Avengers movie. It's 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 what Civil War should have been. Yeah, like Civil War was like people call it Avengers two point five because it because it should have been was it should have been Avengers Civil War, not Captain America. Like I'm fine with what we got. It should have been better. Should have been bigger. But like I'm okay with it. I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So I'm just, I just want, I want more. I want more there. I'm just, and look, I don't know anything about it, um, but it is what it is. 
That's um, another thing. Like, it comes out in probably what, like eight months or something like that. We don't mm-hmm. know anything about it. Jack shit. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see where it goes. It might, it might, it says early 2023. So I'm thinking it might be soon. Oh, that's probably that spring 2023. So, oh, okay. It's a, probably about a good, like, nine months away so it's still almost a year away but yeah we'll see um so do you have any other general thoughts about the announcements overall i mean whatever happened to that guardians christmas special i I think that's still in there it's still in there somewhere so i think i think kevin feige misspoke um, as I believe he tends to do sometimes because he gets in his own way uh, that either Black Panther is not the end of Phase 4 or uh, that Guardians holiday special takes place at, like, at the end of Phase 4. Like I just think there's just a little confusion. Like a epilogue sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who knows? I, I've uh, kind of forgot about that. <laughs> whatever happened to (laughs) (laughs) so uh briefly i wanted to say uh wanted you to remind me about sony about when we're talking about secret wars right sony so if if you're going with the 2015 secret wars event right the thing there is that incursions which we talked about in prior movies about the multiverse Yes. Destroying entire universe is fine. If that's possible and probable, if it's happened, that's a very real likely possibility for the Sony universe. If Sony puts out movies between now and Secret Wars where they're dealing with incursions, I have a feeling that Sony gets wiped away. Because if you remember, Vulture is on Sony Earth now. Yes. So he shouldn't be there. This will cause a problem. They don't have a plan to get him back as far as I'm aware. Because remember, we also didn't get any Sony timeline updates here at all. No. Nope. Not that they do events like that, but like that's kind of a big deal. So depending on how their schedule works out, this could just all go away real fucking quick. Oh, also... It's completely sidetracked. Deadpool. Where's that? So, so I'm guessing that's a phase six okay. thing. That makes sense. Because you yeah. don't have multiple studios here anymore. So remember what I was saying about phase six having multiple multiple slots. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. Okay. That could be one of them in there. Anyway, back yeah. to Sony. <laughs> yeah, so um, you have a chance to get rid of it. And uh, if you do, you take it. But it's a matter of whether or not Sony's going to allow that to happen. Because doesn't I mean, matter if they allow it to happen. You stole one of the characters by the rules. Yes, they can do what they want to, like get rid of the Sony universe. But at the end of the day, Sony still owns the rights to these characters. They can just rebuild it if they want. Yeah, but that's the thing. You have the opportunity to use an incursion point as an opportunity to start over. True, but Sony already fucked it up once. Do we trust them to do it? A second time <laughs> i mean no but like if if like think about it like this if you were a sony exec in realizing that you have a fucking craven the hunter movie with no spider-man a bad bunny movie 
just because. And a Madam Web movie, again, no Spider-Man. Wouldn't you like the opportunity to reset? You're going to push these things out just because you're who you yes, are. Yes, but you do understand that means that we have the possibility to get another Morbius movie, right? Oh, it's Morbin time. <laughs> I don't think the world needs another one of those. <laughs> uh, I saw a story that like Matt Smith uh, at Comic-Con for... Um, like the Lord of the Rings series on Amazon or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he was unaware of Morbin time. <laughs> he just didn't know. He was just like, yeah. I mean, he basically treated it like, like I said, he it was money. <laughs> he just did it. He did it for the money. And, uh, you know, yeah, now <laughs> it's hilarious to me. All right. Uh, we don't go too far here. What were your what were your Marvel concerns heading into San Diego Comic Con? Like, what were you? What about Phase Four and everything that's happened so far? Has, has it like made you go, okay, you gotta you gotta give me something a little different here? I'm. I was actually just thinking about this a little bit earlier today. I am starting to not get tired or get fatigued of all this, but I feel like. I'm getting a lesser quality of stuff from them at this point. And that's what I'm concerned about moving forward is I'm looking at the schedule and I'm concerned that there's a lot of bloat on the schedule. And that's what I know a lot of people have concerns about with the MCU moving forward is that they're just kind of throwing a lot of stuff at you and basically just trying to see what sticks as they go instead of actually putting a little bit more thought behind things. And it just makes me a little concerned. Uh, that is a lot of my concern as well uh, with quality here, especially when you like look at look at you know Guardians is going to be good. That's yeah. that's That'll a be strong fine. tentpole movie. Ant Man will likely be decent. Yeah, I, I'm pro- I'm probably sure I'm not going to have any problems with Ant Man. Um, Captain Marvel, the first movie for some people is polarizing. I thought it was a fine movie. Some people are like that movie's dog shit. And I'm like, okay, well, that's fine. I didn't yeah. think it was the greatest. I think it puts like somewhere in the middle of my rankings. But Same. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. Um, I think Blade, there's high expectations for me from Blade. High expectations. The same thing with Captain America. Like those Captain America movies have, have all had some degree of excellence in them at some point. First one, period piece. Second one, political spy drama. Third one, like it was Avengers 2.5. I mean, yeah, there's there's a lot of pedigree on Captain America. And are you gonna do that? And there's too many wild cards in there for me personally. What are you doing with the Marvels? It, if that feels like it could be an absolute muddy mess. Thunderbolts, is that the movie you want to end phase five on? Like that's weird. And then you're just jamming within a year and a half. No, I'm sorry, within a year of each other. Fantastic Four and two Avengers movies. I, I said in a group chat, there's a 0% chance that Secret Wars releases November 7th, 2025 to me. You oh. know why that is? First of all, COVID. Second of all, like you need to be starting principal photography on that soon, like soon, soon. And like we all know about some of the VFX struggles at Marvel, right? Like, do you really feel good about a Kang time fuckery nonsense multiversal bullshit movie followed by a universe 
multiverse hopping saga like from a vfx standpoint like there's too many epic shots within the same year within the same year six months apart like i just i don't see it i don't see it i'd love to see it but i don't see it and and us getting the quality that we deserve like i would rather them have stretched this thing out to like late 2026 early 2027 mid 2027 and like really given us the development that they gave us in phases one through three it feels like it might be rushed and that scares the absolute shit out of me like i expected to get phase five info during this comic-con but the fact that we got phase six on top of it and that phase five is a year long yeah it's very rushed and it makes me nervous so and plus there's there's what one two three four five six seven disney plus shows how what are you doing to advance the narrative there like i think the daredevil thing is fan service it Fine. definitely is. Um, I appreciate a little fan service. I don't. I can see Secret Invasion having some tie-in, but I, like we said, I'm also a little bit confused why that's a show and not a big budget movie. Ironheart, I feel like, is going to be like the Hawkeye show or like Ms. Marvel, where it's not going to really play into the overall grand scheme of things, but it might be setting up something down the line. Echo is just one of those shows that I feel like they saw a popular character and they're like, oh yeah, we'll give her her show. That's fine. My other concern coming into this, especially after the events of Miss Marvel, all right, where do mutants fit into this? There's not, there's nary a whisper nope. <laughs> of any mutant anything. And I, look, it could be phase six, could be fine. But yeah, I feel like a lot of those blank spots in phase six are supposed to be for, at least one of them has got to be for some sort of an X-Men sort of thing. But then with this phase six so Baron as is, why even bother telling us about this yet? You could say this until next year. Yeah, you could. You know, like look now. Look again. We have D twenty three later in the year, which they may re- reveal some more stuff, shows whatever. But it's just like, okay, what do what are you guys doing here? Like, are you gonna continue to use certain characters? Like, there's no, there's no plan for Moon Knight moving forward. I mean, what's up with that? Is is there any there's there's where does vision resurface? Like there's two there's a lot of dangling threads from from phase four that and, don't really seem like they're gonna be addressed. And I think that's a big problem with all the Disney Plus shows is that they create all these dangling threads that just will never get addressed again, or just they have no service to the overall plot. So what's the point of doing this all? And like with Kang, like, right. So we got Thanos at the end of phase one, which was Avengers, right? We got, we got Kang midway through the first, like three months of uh, phase four. Mm -hmm. And then nothing. Nothing (laughs) Yeah. Nothing since. All right. So Um, we'll get him again in phase five. Yeah. Very beginning of phase five. Okay. And, and then what? Like, where do you see a possibility for Kang to show up? Maybe Guardians, Loki. maybe Marvels, maybe Loki. I would, probably, I would Loki. think Loki again. Um, but then after that, unless something ties in with Captain America 
And probably like, not. I would guess probably not, but Agatha maybe will Fantastic have... Four. But that would probably yeah. But then you know you have Kang again, Kang Dynasty, like another six months later. So <laughs> yes, Kang is your big bad, but you haven't really done much to tell us why he's the big bad. Exactly. It doesn't look like you have much space to, unless they really expect Ant-Man to pull a lot of that weight here. But then that's February of 2023 and then the Avengers movie is 2025. There's a two-year gap right there. Like what is he going to do in the meantime? And not enough and not enough like true things to move your universe forward in in that time right like again the the movie that sticks out to me is the wild card here is thunderbolts what what can the thunderbolts accomplish that the avengers can't there's no there's no mention of doctor strange or shang chi like those are again dangling plot threads from from phase four that look like they have no frame of reference in, in phase five eternals where are they we know the Celestials are a thing. Yeah. What What are we doing? What are we doing? Like, may, yeah, maybe Phase 6. Maybe. Maybe. But that means then you're cramming There's a, a ton of movies. There's a lot getting crammed in Phase 6 then. Again, goes to Rushed. Like, take your time. You guys, you guys made taking your time and building a universe a thing for us. Like, for fans, for people who didn't know anything about Marvel... And you brought us all along, and we were all happy with it. It culminated with uh, a back-to-back banger, Infinity War, and then Endgame, right? To not have that type of setup here is a little disappointing. Like, if if it was a year between Avengers movies, I think I'd feel better. But I don't. Yeah, I don't. Even then, I don't know if I would feel better because between Infinity War and Endgame, all we got was what? Captain Marvel? We got Captain Marvel and we got Ant-Man and the Wasp. Right. So like those two, Captain Marvel only served to introduce Captain Marvel. Yeah. And Ant-Man and the Wasp was just kind of there. Like It didn't actually add anything to the overall no, plot. It, the, it opened well, up the it ability up the, for them to do what the they quantum realm sort of yeah. thing. Yeah. So I don't even think a year between Avengers movies is enough time because the amount of stuff they would need to set up, because if King Dynasty is where they're going to end the whole Kang thing, which it feels like that's where it is, given that Secret Wars is the next thing, because they would need to build up to that as well. I, I, there's just not enough time in this timeline they have to do all this. So I, I'm, I'm just looking at, I'm looking at the phase uh, right now. Phase five, if Thunderbolts ended up being like an Avengers four and a half somehow, would you feel a little more comfortable? I would really, (laughs) I guess it depends on the story and what they're trying to do. Because if Thunderbolts serves to actually push the overall narrative forward, then maybe... But if Thunderbolts is there just to be there, then no. If, if anything on here, at least from a movie perspective, 
has like flop potential to me it's thunderbolts yeah like i think fantastic four will be fine i think blade will be fine we know avengers are big draws i think marvels will be fine um any any chance to see amon Vellani come back as kamala i'll, t- I'll take it. oh yeah uh yeah. you know guardians is gonna be fine ant-man i mean paul rudd i mean should be fine yeah we'll be fine that's the one that i'm just looking at like yeah. do you have star power in that movie do you have a draw to that like and maybe you will maybe we'll get something as time goes on but <sighs> we'll see i guess i don't know all right. uh, that, that's like the big phrase for this Marvel stuff from San Diego Comic-Con this year is we'll see, I guess. <laughs> so uh, we could talk about where we want the MCU to go, but I think we're pretty much in agreement that it's quality, right? Yeah. I, I don't want things rushed. I don't want Marvel to turn into early DC. Oh. Um, I, you did things well for so long. Don't fuck it up now. Yeah. Take your time. It's like uh, it's it's like when you're when you're grilling, right? Low and slow, low and slow. You guys haven't been building this shit for fourteen years to fuck it up now. Exactly, exactly. <sighs> okay. Uh, anything else you want to say about San Diego Comic Con? Because uh, this episode has been long as fuck. Did you want to talk anything at all about the Black Panther trailer? Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, I cannot believe that I almost skipped that. So, ah, oh man, where do I start? Do you have stuff that you wanted to start with? Uh, just everything, basically. Um, so the, the trailer is very emotional. Yeah. Like, I actually really like how they did it. Because, like, it starts off, like, obviously, you can tell it's going through the funeral and everything for T'Challa um, and just paying respects to him and everything. And then as the trailer goes, you still have, like, that really sad music playing in the background but things really start ramping up and you get this and that thrown at you. Namor pops up. You see Ironheart real quickly. And yeah, there, there's a lot going on in this. Yeah, there's a ton. There's a ton going on. Uh, and then you see uh, what looks like a new Black Panther at the end. Yes, likely. It looks likely like a woman. So I saw people that thought it was a male. I assumed it was a woman. Well, Look, we'll, we'll see. We all know that if if we're doing anything, it's probably Shuri. It's probably like yes. I was makes no sense. I would think it would be Shuri, but I almost kind of prefer Shuri as she is now. I agree. So I would almost rather it be Nakia or Koye. Oh yeah, like that would be awesome. I would actually prefer it to be Nakia over anything else. But I mean, we'll see. This was just a teaser, which. It's another thing I found kind of weird is that this movie debuts in like five months or something like that. Uh-huh. And that's only just a teaser <laughs> that we're getting. Yeah. <laughs> so well, remember, they, they were just throwing a whole bunch of stuff around Thor, which is only yeah. out in theaters three or four weeks at this point. Um, so like that kind of makes sense. Um, but yeah, where's Thor? Where's Thor on this list? They said Thor will return. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I mean, just, just saying, man. Don't just, worry about it. He'll pop up in something. I don't know. Agatha. Sure. <laughs> that would actually be uh, quite amusing. Uh, Thor Thor versus vampires. <laughs> just <laughs> overpowered. No, because Blade's already going to have probably Dane Whitman in there. Yeah. So that's already getting a little cramped. 
It's the most logical place to see Moon Knight again as well. Oh yeah, yeah. don't we have that uh, Werewolf by Night? Oh uh, yeah, this supposed to happen this year. If it's just like a special sort of thing, I don't know if it would get a big slot on a timeline like this. Yeah, I mean, but still, like, have we heard anything about it? No, nope. no. Like you're just you're dropping the ball. I feel like again, too too much, too much. We need to slim it back down. Focus, laser focus, make it good. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I thought Namor looked okay. I thought he looked all right. I know there were people that didn't like it. There were the people was, that really loved it. I just was scrolling through Reddit earlier, and people were like, "Oh my god, Namor looks awful!" And other people were like, "This is literally comic book accurate. Like, what do you want here?" Yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just curious about the the story that they're using first of all, and uh, the personification of Namor. Like he needs to just be an asshole, like all that. Like it's just who he is. He's he's like he's like seventy five percent asshole, twenty five percent fuckboy. And <laughs> <laughs> like if I don't get that, really, I'm gonna be a little disappointed. But then how does he? Because Namor's technically a mutant. So is he not not technically he is he is he's one of the oldest mutants. So you're just like okay. Well, I mean, we did technically get an introduction of mutants with this Marvel, so I just maybe this you, is where it all starts. Are you gonna leave it there? Like I, I don't know. I don't know. They're gonna two- have to. Ex- they're gonna have to explain something at some point. So this could be where they do it because. Black Panther is what ends phase four, right? Supposedly, yes. So I'm expecting some big revelation in this movie, something big to happen. If this is a phase ending movie, I expect some sort of development. Same. That that's why I like looking at Thunderbolts. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And if the big development is, oh hey, mutants are among us now, fine. That's fine. So be it. But I, I need something big if this is going to be the phase ender. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man. So, like, if there's a theme for them right now, it's unanswered questions. Yeah. I think. So, uh, so, so yeah. we'll see, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to go ahead and leave it there. I think that's a perfect way to end it up. Uh, everyone, thanks so much for checking out this episode of the Twist Cast. Uh, check us out on all our socials all at the twisted cape no spaces uh make sure you're checking out mike's thick stack uh thick week conclude just just concluded uh when you're be when you'll be listening to this so there are six brand new episodes and we're back on a week to week release schedule thank god because it's a lot of work for me to put out these like double and triple thick episodes so hopefully you enjoy those so uh, next time we'll be talking about Young Justice Phantoms. Shit, I gotta watch that. Same, same. But you're I will. Gonna, you're gonna have to remind me. I'm gonna forget. It's okay. I'll, I'll text you when my vacation starts. Uh, <laughs> so we will we will do that next time. So until then, I'm Mike and I'm Jesse. Still, we were gonna Sam. Everybody, stay twisted. Uh-huh.